I'm Carrie. And I'm Stephanie. And this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Hey, Carrie. Hey, Stephanie. So we are back this week with a special episode. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and it's something, well, actually, we have done it before. We did the If You Like the Wedding Trilogy movies. Only this week, we're doing If You Like Historical Dramas. Which Stephanie does love. I do love. More specifically, historical romances. But I don't know. I mean, most of these do fall in a romance category, but I think it's easier to... I think Hallmark calls them period dramas. So that's what we're calling them. Well, and they're not like steamy romances like people think of historical. Well, romances don't have to mean steamy. Well, that's true. But I'm just saying like a lot of people, that's what they think of when they think of like romance stuff, like novels specifically. Yeah, I guess. that's an incorrect belief because there's a whole range, but we're not getting into that. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, all of these originated with Hallmark. So we're staying in the Hallmark world, whereas next week we're kind of going to bridge out or branch out from Hallmark <clears throat> with the historical stuff. Bridgerton out. It. I know. <laughs> oh my gosh, maybe I was onto something. <laughs> yeah, you were. You missed it. All right. I did miss it. <laughs> Sorry, my brain is like all over the place, apparently. All right, let's just jump into this for sure. (laughs) The first one we're going to talk about, which should be a no-brainer because When Calls the Heart, the series, their newest season just came out. So why not start with the movie that started it all? Now, it's called When Calls the Heart. It came out in 2013, and you can view it on Hallmark Movies Now if you have that, or with the Prime Video channels if you have that too. This is not, this isn't like Aaron Krakow in here and Daniel Lissing. This has Stephen Amell and Poppy Drayton as the two leads, as Elizabeth and her royal Canadian Mountie, whose name in this one is called is Wynn, W-Y-N-N. It's kind of weird. Huh. But it's the same story where, yeah, it's the same story where Elizabeth, a cultured young teacher in 1910, Fears leaving her comfortable world in the city, but when she accepts a teaching position in a frontier town, she finds new purpose and love with a handsome royal Canadian Mountie. So if you haven't watched When Calls the Heart, the series, because you're just like, I don't want to watch something so long, because <laughs> they're like on season, what is it, nine? Am I making uh-huh. that up? Nine? Yeah, nine. Man, that is so wild. So, And you want something shorter and kind of happier because... Spoiler alert, the guy doesn't die and she doesn't end up with someone else. Watch this movie is what I'm getting at. Sorry. I've actually seen it, but Carrie hasn't. I have not, and I was actually just pulling it up because you you were talking about it, obviously. And did you know that Lori Laughlin is also in this movie? I did not know that. I mean, it's she been plays, a while since I've seen it. She plays Abigail in this movie. Huh. I'm looking at the cast list now. I don't think there's anyone else in here who's also in the series, though. I don't think so either. That's kind of an interesting... I mean, that's not that surprising. I mean, she has those 500 garage sale mystery movies. So she's been doing Hallmark, or had been doing Hallmark, I guess I should say. Yeah. For a long time. <laughs> <Past tense. laughs> so maybe they just decided to see if she would stay on. It has Gene Smart in it, though. That's kind of fun. Yeah, I feel like this rendition had some popular people like Stephen Amell I wish he did Hallmark he's so cute he should definitely do Hallmark oh I know he'd be perfect and his I think it's cousin Robbie Amell yeah I'd love to see him and things too but I think Stephen's cuter 
I agree. <laughs> you don't have to whisper it. It's true. <laughs> I'm sorry, Robbie. I don't mean to be rude. When you first mentioned this, that you were going to talk about this, I was like, oh, well, there was a Christmas movie, too. And I was like, I can add to this conversation because, y'all, historical stuff is not really my thing. So I'm kind of here getting ideas also because I did like When Calls the Heart, although I'm not up to date on When Calls the Heart. I did enjoy it. So I was like, oh, and then it ends up being a completely different cast except for Lori Laughlin. You know, this could be the thing to get you back into it because it's, you know, a complete story that you don't have to, you know, with the seasons you have to catch up on. Mm -hmm. But this you could just watch and you'll have your happy ending. And personally, so this is what I was going to say, and people probably will not agree. But if we're talking about who's cuter and leads and everything, I personally like Stephen Amell better than Daniel Lissing, which I love Daniel, but I love Stephen more. That's interesting. I don't know. I'm not like, they're different to me. And maybe this is because Stephen doesn't do Hallmark stuff. So I don't like mm -hmm. really, so I don't really even think of him as Hallmark. Although Daniel doesn't do Hallmark either. If you have ever watched him in SWAT, it ain't Hallmark. I wish he was doing more Hallmark stuff, but I think he's leaning more GAC with the whole Win Hope Calls thing. Or maybe he just had a good working relationship. I mean... I don't know. I feel but like I everybody mean, thinks that since he like since people have chosen to do movies, they're just going over there. And I don't think that that's necessarily the truth. I mean, I think it's interesting that he hasn't been in a Hallmark movie in years. And then the opportunity to come back to something similar and it's on GAC. Yeah, I'm not saying I don't know. think he'll do Hallmark, but it's been he, a while. The guy who runs GAC could have been like, hey, can you do me a favor? You know what I'm saying? You never know what these people's relationships are like. It could have just been a one-time agreed to do it to help them out or something like that because they have a good working relationship or something. I don't know. It's interesting to me also because I wonder if Daniel regrets, because I'm pretty sure he's the one who wanted to leave when calls the heart. And I'm not sure how many opportunities he's had outside. I mean, you've mentioned he's in SWAT. I don't know. Is he main character in that? Not a ton that? of episodes. He was. So here's the scoop. His wife is interested in one of the main characters. So you see where this is going. Oh, no. And she's like, well, I have a husband. Would you be interested in swinging? So they like, well, not swinging, I guess, because they're not switching partners because this girl doesn't have partner. But they're like in a three-person relationship. Oh. Which is why well, I said it's not a hallmark. <laughs> Either way, it doesn't, I haven't seen him in many things since his departure from When Calls the Heart. And I felt like he left because he was wanting to explore other opportunities and maybe that didn't pan out. And now he's coming back to where we love him. Only it's when Hope calls because, you know, they killed him in When Calls the Heart. Well, look, he was in Christmas in Love in 2018 which was the same year that he stopped doing When Calls the Heart. Then he was in SWAT mm -hmm. in 2018-2019. And then in 2019-20 mm -hmm. and 21, he had four episodes of The Rookie. And then he was in A Christmas Star for GAC and When Calls the Heart for GAC. And now The Cleaning Lady. So he hasn't been in a whole lot. I wonder, we kind of talked about this before and when I kind of looked at it, I was like, maybe he was trying to do other things other than acting. You know, I wonder if he has other things that he's interested in and was trying to get things off the ground or something and wanted to take a break from acting hmm. as much. I'd have to research that more because I'd be curious about that if that's the case. It just seems odd because you never hear about actors wanting to leave the business because they don't want to act anymore. You know, 
I feel like once they're in it, the kind of personalities that want to be on the screen, I mean, they want to be on the screen. So they kind of stick with it. (laughs) That's why you don't even really hear about people retiring from the job. Anyway, That's that's kind of like a tangent, but something I've wondered. So When Calls the Heart is our first historical romance drama recommendation. We're going to move on now to something else Carrie hasn't seen. Yeah. And, yeah, I know. Just as a, I feel like I should preface this by saying the recommendations we're making today are all kind of older movies. We blame Hallmark for this because they have not made anything recently. It's like other than averse calls to, the heart. yeah, other than One Calls the Heart, they don't make historical things anymore. Which is really annoying. I wonder if it's just because, so also, all of these are based on books. So When Calls the Heart was based on a book by Janet Oak. And then the one I'm about to talk about is based off a book. And the next one is. And then Carrie is going to mention something that is also by Janet Oak as well. So maybe they just aren't reading enough books (laughs) to inspire them. But why can't they just write one? Why does it have to be from a book? is... You would think with the popularity of When Calls the Heart, When Calls the Heart cannot possibly be still following the books. You know what I'm oh, saying? probably not. Yeah. They have people leaving. They have people, you know, whatever. They may bring in some of the storylines still, but they're they're definitely not, like, based off the books, like, probably the first, like, the movie was or maybe even the first season was or whatever. It's just interesting to me that they, with the popularity of When Calls the Heart, why have they not even tried to do something different. And they have that like Hallmark drama channels. There that would be a place mm-hmm. where you could try it out and it wouldn't yeah. be a huge like you don't have to replace something that you know is gonna bring viewers. Yeah, because this is where they play these movies. I mean, I haven't seen When Calls the Heart or this next one I'm gonna mention on Hallmark drama, but I have seen the one Carrie is gonna talk about and the one after this on Hallmark drama. So like I know they still play these. Just get some new material. Yeah. The next one is called Rose Hill. It's from 1997. Oh. And it's, I know, it's based off of a book series by Julie Garwood called The Claiborne Brides. And I read this series a really long time ago, (laughs) a really long time ago, like high school, probably. But it's a really good series. So Rose Hill is the based on the first book and the synopsis is... I'm just going to read the book synopsis because it's better than the movie one. So it's 1879 in Bluebell, Montana. Everyone knew better than to mess with the Claibornes. The brothers had once been a mismatched gang of street urchins until they found an abandoned baby girl in a New York City alley, named her Mary Rose, and headed west to raise her to be a lady. They became a family held together by loyalty and love, if not by blood when suddenly they faced a crisis that threatened to tear them apart. And this is when Lord Harrison Stanford MacDonald comes into town and Mary Rose falls for him. It's a really sweet movie. And this actually does have big names in it. It has Jennifer Garner as Mary Rose. I love Jennifer Garner. I know. she's. I mean, it's 1997, so she's in her 20s, young Mary Rose. We also have... There's any Grey's Anatomy fans? We have Justin Chambers as one of the brothers. Oh, he did played he Alex play... Karev. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. And then we have okay. Other people might not know this guy, but do you know Kevin Zegers? Tell me what he's or in. Zegers. He was in Airbud. 
the kid. Oh, you know what? I probably have seen that. I, I have seen that. I do not know that I would have placed him. Well, you, you kind of have trouble with that. But I, I always had a crush I, on him. So You know who I, I had a crush him. on? Who? Devin Sawa in Little Giants. I mean, who didn't that? have a crush on Devin Sawa? <laughs> I, I mean, mine's from Casper. Casper. <laughs> yeah. But I really loved him in Little Giants. Did you ever see that? Mm-hmm. We're off track, but I'm telling you, that's a funny movie, even for adults. Yeah, it's been a while. You know, okay, this is going to be off track again, but maybe somewhat in a roundabout way on track. <laughs> because talking about childhood crushes. So I have been watching Walker, Texas Ranger, the original with Chuck Norris. And I've like seen a lot of episodes when they would play, you know, on TV, but I've never seen the whole series all the way through because I was like two when it came out, you know. Anyway, you've you've watched Walker, right, Carrie? Um, A little bit here and there, but I hadn't, I didn't like watch it. Okay. So you probably don't know much. Well, basically... I have been waiting forever because the main cast is Walker, his partner Trevette, the DA Alex, who is his, is his love interest, and the old man CD. But I have been waiting for they have two pairs of younger like rangers come in in later seasons to kind of spice things up, I think. Not that it ever gets spicy, but whatever. The first pair just showed up in the episodes I watched the other day. Now, in my mind, these were like main characters for a really long time. And then when I looked it up, they're only in a couple of episodes. And I'm like, wow, this guy really made an impression on me because this blonde guy named Trent in the show, like I'm rewatching this and I'm like, no wonder I had a crush on him. No wonder he stuck with me all these years (laughs) because (laughs) now I don't have like this list of requirements for my future significant other, but... (laughs) This guy is a black belt in karate. He's a former Marine. He's the son of a pastor. He dropped out of seminary to go serve his country. And then he left the Marines to go take care of his family because after his dad died and like he's taking care of his 16 year old brother and his two little elementary school brother and sister and his mom. And he's just so sweet. And I'm like, this guy can defend himself. He can protect me. He's kind and respectful, and he loves Jesus. No wonder, <laughs> no wonder he is stuck with me all these years. <laughs> oh, that's so so funny. that is a real tangent, and my only connection is that sometimes they do flashbacks in Walker where he's like an 1870 ranger in Texas. Oh. So there's the tenuous connection. I see. Yeah. Anyway, Rose Hill can be watched on Hallmark Movies Now, um, also through Prime. And I would suggest it. It's a really good movie and it has Jennifer Garner. And I would suggest reading the books as well. But you don't have to if you don't want to. (coughs) Next up is another old movie. I'm telling you, they need something. They don't have anything recent other than When Calls the Heart and then that role bin off, whatever it is that's now on When Hope Calls. Yes, there we go. Yeah. If we're incorrect in this assessment, somebody should message us on Instagram and tell us like of a 2015 movie. And I don't want to see uh, Candace Cameron Bure's Christmas movie where she's from the 40s and jumped forward. I liked that she was from like the 50s or 40s or whatever, but But they did not spend enough time back there. Yes, that. So now we are talking about Sarah Plain and Tall from 1991. Wow. I know. This is based on a book series, and they actually made, I think they made all the books into the movies. 
because I just watched them this past summer because they do play this on the Hallmark Dramas channel. If you catch it, you can record it. Now, this is based off of a single New England woman responds to an advertisement by a Midwestern widower in which he asks for a bride to help him raise his two children. So she's basically a spinster, becomes a mail-order bride. And now this does have huge stars because it has Glenn Close as Sarah and it has Christopher Walken as Jacob the guy. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I can't even imagine Christopher Walken in this role. You know, I had to look up their ages because they look more mature. It is a more mature like love story because he's in his 40s and I think she's nearing that age as well in the movie or movies. But it's nice to see. I mean, I know I'm like ageist when it comes to these things, but it works for this and I enjoyed it. It's like I think it's part of their yeah, it's part of their Hallmark Hall of Fame movies. You know it's good when it has that esteemed mark on it. I agree. It's like these are the ones that stuck around for a really long time until like in probably until about 2011 when they started to kind of change like into the hallmark, started making themselves into the hallmark that we know today. I feel like, you know, 2011, 2014, that that time range. Except now... I don't know how they decide what is a Hall of Fame movie because I remember there was a Christmas movie only like two or three years old with Kristen Chenoweth and they said that was a Hallmark Hall of Fame movie and I don't know what made them think that before it even came out like why did they call it a Hall of Fame movie just because it has a very popular person a former one maybe it's because they had a Hall know. of Fame star I mean this has got Glenn <laughs> you Close get a Hall of Fame movie but I mean. Well, actually, they probably were like Glenn Close and Christopher Walken back I mean, in the Glenn day. Glenn Close then, too. was 101 Dalmatians back around this time, probably a little bit later. But they won a primetime Emmy for this. Have we seen any Hallmark show or movie win an award? I mean, I don't mm-hmm. watch the award shows, but I feel like that would be something Hallmark would say, like Emmy Award winning. And I don't even think they say that about When Calls the Heart, the series. No, I don't think they do either. Now, that's interesting. They were in 80s movies, so I'm pretty sure they were probably popular then. I'm curious to know how they got into a Hallmark movie. I don't know. But But you know what did distract me on here? What? I I scrolled down because I looked it up, and then I scrolled down, and they pop up Christy as like, oh my gosh, you might also like. That's a memory unlocked too. Have you seen Christy? Yes. Okay, good. So (laughs) I used to watch that with my mom. So I feel like that would be a good option as well, I don't know where you can watch it. Is is that does it say it's Hallmark? No, it is not Hallmark. But it does have Kelly Martin in it, who does a lot of Hallmark. Did you ever read the book? Come on, now, what kind of question is that? Okay. Well, you never know. <laughs> I was surprised to hear that you've seen the movie, Christy. So thought I'd try. So the last movie, and really, it's a movie series that we're going to talk about. Carrie, you want to take this and? Yeah. You mentioned it. This is the only thing that I could think of when this came up. And it was the Love Comes Softly saga, which Mm -hmm. is on Hallmark drama. Occasionally they'll show some on movies and mysteries or regular Hallmark channel. Like they'll just, but it's mainly on the Hallmark drama. And there's several of these. The first one is Love Comes Softly with Catherine Heigl and Dale Midkiff. I don't know who he is though. And then they, they get rid of her. No, she's yeah. in the second one, too. But then they get rid of her. But January Jones is in the second one also. And then... Yeah, they kind of had, like, bigger names in yeah. the beginning. Uh, Love Enduring's Pro- in- Love's Enduring Promise is the second one. And then the third one is Love's Long Journey, which has Aaron Cottrell, 
Logan Bartholomew, W. Morgan Shepard, John Savage, who is the main character in Brave New World. One of them has Wes Brown. Yet Love's Abiding Joy is not Wes Brown yet. Love's Unending Legacy is not Wes Brown yet. Love Takes Wings is the guy. Okay, do you remember this movie, this Christmas movie? This has Haley Duff in it, by the way. But on top of it, it has the main guy where the girl's fiance breaks up with her. So she hires an actor to play her fiance. Mm -hmm. Isn't that called Holiday Engagement or something? Yeah, it might be. And then her favorite song, this is the reason that I remember it the longest, is because, like, (laughs) the most, is because her favorite Christmas song is Gloria. Mm-hmm. I was like, "That's the that whose whose favorite Christmas song is that?" I mean, it is fun to sing, you know, all those oh things. Yeah, but are you gonna put it above "Oh Holy Night"? I mean, I'm not, but okay. someone is. Apparently, she is. So then, "Love Finds Home" also has Haley Duff, and then we get into "Love Begins" that has Wes Brown, and then "Love's Everlasting Courage." Also has Wes Brown. And then the last one, Love's Christmas Journey, does not have Wes Brown, but it does have Natalie Hall and Greg Vaughn. Well, you know, I'm going to spoil something here because it really made me mad was I watched the Wes Brown one because, like you said, they've been playing and I record them because I want to watch all of them. So I watched the Wes Brown one, liked it, watched the next one, and they kill off his freaking wife. I was just like... The whole first movie was them getting together. And then you're just going to kill her? I I was so upset. It didn't make any sense. Why would you do that? I don't know. Because people died a lot back then. And it was realistic. You can't spend a whole movie getting these people to fall in love and get married. And then the second movie, tear them apart because she dies. Have you can't you, do that. This is going to be not related to this because it is not historical. Have you read... Oh, boy, what's the name of this? All I can think of is Abnegation, and I know that that's not the name of it. That's the name of the group. It has, what's the girl from, man, I'm going really long around and about to get here. She was in The Girl Who Got Pregnant in um, 16 and Pregnant or whatever that show is. Yeah, I didn't really ever watch that. Shailene Woodley. Oh, that stupid American teenager show? Yeah, 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 yeah. Secret Life of the American Teenager. That's what I was trying to come up with. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. So Shailene played in the movie version, Divergent. Did you ever read Divergent? Right. No, I didn't read it. I watched the movies and then I, my friend Sian read it and she told me what happened. You guys, I loved yeah. the ending of this book. Wait, I wait, loved wait, what? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no, 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 Carrie. <laughs> I'm like no no no. I'm like the one person. Everybody else was pissed about it, and I was like, nobody expected you to do that. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Carrie! I thought this was gonna no. I did not like it, and I didn't even read them. I watched the movies, and no, it was not good. You you are definitely the minority. I am the slowest reader, and I literally read the three. I read the first two. In like days, which is very fast for me. (laughs) I think the first one, it might have been within like a 24 hour period. And then the third one, I was trying to read them before they came out. And then my friend was talking to me about it because this was like around the time Hunger Games came out. Mm -hmm. And my roommate at the time was like, oh, I've heard this. This is supposed to be pretty good book series. And it's kind of like Hunger Games. And I think they might make it into movie. So we should jump on the bandwagon beforehand. And I was like, sure, why not? I love dystopian stories and this girl 
gets together with the love of her life. We're spoiling Divergent series, a.k.a. And let's just say it doesn't have happily ever after at the end. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure everyone guessed when I'm outraged after just saying, they killed off his wife. <laughs> and you're like, I loved this ending. <laughs> now, I don't always like it. I just thought for the type of the book it was in the storyline, I thought it was brilliant. I thought it's unexpected. You Well, I mean, you get a pass for that because those are not advertised as romance, I don't think. No. But they're young adult dystopian novels. Yeah. But these love come softly things, love and you spend all this time building a love story and then to kill her. I mean, I don't know that they build themselves as romances necessarily either, but you just can't do that. This is Hallmark, after all. It just made me mad. Just going to say it. <laughs> anyway, I haven't really watched any of these, I don't think. I just came to my mind. I think I started one of them, and then I got distracted, and then it came off of my DVR. So then I didn't watch it. But I think they're interesting. You know what else yeah. I really enjoyed that was like a historical period that's a little bit different? What? Like, there was on TNT a documentary thing wasn't like a real documentary it was like a movie telling the story of like this idea it wasn't true story but it was like showing what it was like to travel west across Mm -hmm. the united states and oh my gosh okay the first three episodes of it it was six episodes two hours long each one the first three were amazing the last three were fine but it was showing as time progressed. So you, the characters in the beginning, you're lo- talking about decades. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like mm-hmm. the story, but it's like the the white guy falls for the Native American girl. And I'm just telling you, I was obsessed with those. And I've tried to find them on DVD because I liked them so much. I wanted to get them. And mm-hmm. I can't, I, I haven't been able to find them. And they only have them online, like a condensed version. I'm like, I don't want a condensed version. I want the the full thing. It says it's a condensed version? Yeah. Huh. That's weird. I'm trying to find out. Into the West is what I think it was called. Yeah, I just found it. Tale from the American West in the 19th century. Steven Spielberg. We'll see who's in this. And it's got Carrie Russell in it. I do like Carrie. Ooh, it has Rachel E. Cook. Yeah. I'm looking for some attractive guys. It's got the guy that played on Charmed. His name is Balthazar Getty. Yeah, you know, I don't get the charm references well i mean i thought maybe you would know him from something else they were really good looking people i felt like all of them i mean this picture of this lead dude is pretty attractive <gasps> i know who that guy is is it Balthazar matthew Getty? settle no it's matthew settle he was in gossip girl he was the main guy i think no Ooh, yes Balthazar is cute and then tyler christopher is his son Bo in bridges the last is in ones. it daniel gillies the original Skeet Ulrich. Josh yeah. Brolin. We're just going to name. <laughs> I'm like going through these pictures. Jessica Capshaw. She's Arizona from Grey's Anatomy. They literally have like a full cast. Yeah. It was amazing. Good call, Carrie. This isn't Hallmark, but we approve it. It's historical. Let me see if because IMDb has been telling me where you can watch these. Let me see if I can figure out where it says to watch these. It says that you can buy on DVD for $29.96. But like I said. Yeah, I see that too. But like I said, when I looked at it, it was not all six things. And I was like, well, if it's not the all six of them, I'm not buying it. Well, do you think they grouped them differently? It's supposed to be nine hours and 12 minutes. So maybe if the time is still right, they just like grouped them weird. Well, this does say nine hours and 12 minutes, even though that's definitely in Spanish. But 
I don't know, but I remember they were like two hours long, but of course they were commercials. So it was like an hour and a half each one. And then when I mm-hmm. found them online, this was like long time ago, guys, when I looked for them. There was not, it, it just, I didn't like what I, I was like. I don't believe that that's the whole thing. Well, I, I feel like you should maybe spend your money on it. Just even watch the condensed versions and you might get surprised and see that they're not. So this is random, but whenever I was scrolling the more like this on that show uh-huh it's a terrible cover of like cut out people pasted together and it's a 1997 movie called stolen women captured hearts in 1868 <laughs> kansas a lakota sioux warrior stubbornly refuses to free the two white women he kidnapped triggering a war between his tribe and general custer's rescuing troops bum bum bum, bum, bum like bum. this cover is That's wild funny. Okay, if anyone and wants to look it up. I was looking at something else to see where it might be streaming and there's nothing there. But it does tell that this was the winner of Emmy of Outstanding Music Composition in a Miniseries, Movie, or a Special. Hmm. Uh, it was nominated for Emmy Outstanding Miniseries. It was nominated for Golden Globe Best Miniseries or Motion Picture Made for Television. And it won the Critics' Choice Award Best Picture Made for Television. Wow. So, so it got a lot of awards or yeah. nominations. It was so good. All right. Well, that wraps up our, if you like, historical dramas episode. Stay tuned for our next episode where we're going to talk about Bridgerton and give you guys enough time to watch season one if you're curious and time for season two's release, which is, I think, March 25th on Netflix. Until then, thank you for listening and goodbye. See ya. So subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when we have new episodes released. And if you're on Apple Podcast, we'd love it if you leave us a review. Apparently those are really super helpful in getting your podcast seen and our social media. Yes. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Love and Nonsense Podcast. Talk to you later. Bye.